Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. Good morning. Good morning, Attorney Jay. Good morning, Dr. Flo. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. And welcome to Mind Your Business Radio. Uh, today and the rest of this month, we are going to be uh, celebrating, well, we're going to prepare our listeners to celebrate Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa actually doesn't begin until December 26th, the that's, day after Christmas. That's correct. But we want to make our listeners aware of some of those Kwanzaa principles, because we know that people are spending a lot of money right now. Extremely a lot of money. <laughs> and so we know that we had Black Friday, but we need to remind our listeners what it means to purchase black, to buy black, to be black. Okay, it's not just a Friday. It's just not a Friday. <laughs> it's every day of our lives. Right, right, right. And we have to empower one another. Uh, and so hopefully we can do a good job with this Kwanzaa thing um, uh Attorney Johnson, I have have been weak in in really celebrating Kwanzaa, but I believe in the principles of Kwanzaa. I just have been weak in celebrating it. I've never had it as a family tradition, so I didn't grow up with that family tradition. And there are a lot of people who grew up with that family tradition in our community. I think that's an excellent model. It's an excellent model. Um, I've done it. Uh, our family members have done it um, for a number of years. Um, I think because I'm not so much into a whole lot of the holiday um, festivities and activities. I don't do quite as, as much, but we do uh, recognize those principles, and those are uh, principles that we can use year long. All right. Okay. So I tell you what we'll do, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just do a let's 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 uh, actually say we're going to give you guys the seven principles of Kwanzaa, and then we're going to talk about each one. We're going to do our best, um, Althea, to pronounce these correctly. So the first... And, huh? and, and, and before you get into that, Dr. Flo, I think this ties into our purpose and mission in um, having that correct mindset yes, for yes, our finances, yes. having that correct mindset in building a legacy. Absolutely. And so understanding these principles, trying to follow some of these principles, I think would be beneficial not only to the African-American community, but to anyone. Okay. Well, let me tell you where I'm going to be reading from, um, and because I need to give credit where credit is due. Um, there is a uh, Dr. Malana Karinga, um, who, says, who is said to be the founder um, and so, you know, he anyway, he has an official Kwanzaa website. He does a real good job of breaking down the principles and helping us to even pronounce the names of the, the seven principles correctly. So the first principle is, uh, oh, it's pronounced, it's, it's U-M-O-J-A, but it looks like it's pronounced Omoja. Uh, okay, Omoja. And so that principle is unity. It's unity. And so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit today. And so we're going to um, and hopefully the principles that we discuss here uh, on MYB Radio for Kwanzaa will actually 
be practiced on a regular basis, on not regular just basis. not just for Kwanzaa. I think Kwanzaa is a celebration to help us remember right. the things that we should be actually practicing uh, every day. And so the second one, this is a good one. Remember, um, we tried to practice this one. <laughs> <laughs> tried to practice pronouncing pronouncing this one is Kuja Chakalia. Okay, Kuja Chakalia. Okay, we ha- have some help here with Leah. Kuji Chakalia, right? And mm-hmm. that is self-determination. Mm-hmm. And that is the second principle. And the third principle is Oje- Ojima. 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 Uh-huh. And that is collective work and responsibility. Uh, and then we are definitely going to, day four, we go- we're going to have a guest next week to really, really talk about this uh, fourth principle which is Ujama. Ujama is co- cooperative economics. Cooperative economics. And you know that's what we preach here at Mind Your Business Radio. Absolutely. And then the fifth principle is Nia. And that is purpose. Purpose. And let's see, the uh, sixth principle is Komba. And that is creativity. And of course, I know the seventh principle, that's the name of my daughter, Imani. And so that means faith. All right. And so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about these, uh, these principles, these seven principles. So the first principle, my, my, my partner attorney, uh, Johnson <laughs> is <laughs> Umoja. Umoja. Okay, Umoja. Unity. 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 So, so how do we? How, what do you think? Uh, in, since you've been you've been practicing, you're a business owner, and this is mind your business radio, and you think about what goes on in our community. What are your thoughts about this first principle? Uh, Unity. Umoja. I think it's about building the family, the community, the nation, and the race. Um, I think that's what you. Um, Umoja uh, is um, talking about mm-hmm. and to build strong families to work on whatever issues going on with our families to strengthen mm-hmm. our families to provide some um, some calmness some clarity some direction a mission for our family will help with the community and with, with the nation so understanding that as we get together during this holiday season mm-hmm. um, which is a part of coming together in unity I think it's something that we need to strive year long how can we maintain our family how can we maintain the unity the build um, uh, our community mm-hmm. and help one another I, I echo that I, I think that that's awesome Um with the uh, official Kwanzaa website, one of the things that they recommend is they say that there are a few principles that are internal to this one principle, and one is equality, uh, the second one is reciprocity, and the third one is friendship. And I think that that's very important in unity. And to echo uh, what Attorney Johnson said is that you need to have, in order to have unity in your community and in your family, there needs to be reciprocity. There needs to be, you know, um, a sense of, 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 of doing 
for each other. Doing for right? each other. Doing for each other and a sense of friendship and camaraderie. Camaraderie. Uh, I was actually um, doing some research and one of the things that came up was how our communities would be a lot more unified and our even our business community if we had a sense of trust for one another. Absolutely. And so when you look at that, uh, matter of fact, one of the authors, um, uh, and I, I'm trying to remember his name, he wrote a book called The Speed of Trust. And it talked about uh, Stephen Covey's son mm-hmm. actually wrote that book. Covey, uh, you know, the Covey, this, the famous Covey, Stephen Covey, who who came up with all these business techniques of being organized. His son actually wrote a book called The Speed of Trust. And it talked about how much uh, how much progress we would make if we were unified and if we trusted each other. Yes. It just but it talked about it from a business standpoint. And it used some examples of certain businesses where people, uh, where the, where the members of the business, the employers of, employees of the business actually trusted each other and how much progress they were able to make. And you definitely can speak to that attorney because you know that there used to be a time where you can do business on a handshake. On a handshake. Right? On a handshake. And that was based off of us being able to trust each other. And so we had that relationship. We had that trust of one another. And you and I do a lot of business like that, as a matter of fact. Absolutely. If you really think about it, even with this radio show, we sit down, we have an understanding, we talk about things, we communicate, we're unified, uh, and there's very little paperwork going between us. And we've just been able to do a wonderful work. And that's what they were talking about, that a lot of businesses uh, back in the day were able to thrive because they had this trust uh, mechanism built in, and so they were able to do a lot of things and not be hung up in bureaucracy and things like that. And so I think that's really apropos, apropos as we're talking about unity. And and again, uh, I think your word should be your bond. Mm-hmm. And in this profession, because I I, I am a fiduciary uh, attorney, mm-hmm. um, which means there is some level of trustworthiness or trust. Mm-hmm. So, so your word should be your bond. If you say you're going to do something or you tell someone something, then you should do it. Right. And I think that principle for me started at home with the family. Yes. You you don't grow up knowing these things. Right. You have to be taught, trained, and you have to see that yes. in in the family. And that's why I think uh, celebrating and honoring and, and our elders mm-hmm. are important because yes. they help us to be who we are today. Yes, yes. Um, I think that's a part of the unity uh, and respect that we have and we can build upon. So, again, focusing on the family and talking about unity, I think it spills over into the community mm-hmm. and, and also to the nation. Well said. Well mm-hmm. said, attorney. Mm-hmm. I know when we start talking about unity and we start talking about trust, <laughs> we start talking about reciprocity. You have had a lot of experience with in, 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 especially when those things are lacking, right? Because that's when the court has to come in and decide what is what. Yes. <laughs> because the family couldn't come together and come to some conclusions. And so we're asking our mind your business listeners as we, as a, as attorney Johnson talks regularly 
about sitting down with the family, working out plans, coming together, being unified and deciding, you know, what will be done within a state, what will be done in other areas. Mm -hmm. I think the the concept, the Kwanzaa concept of unity really flows well with that. I, I agree. And again, the holidays are are an important time and this is a perfect time for the family to get together to talk, to discover, to form that mission, to form that goal. Mm -hmm. Within my family, we decided and we have created and had for a couple of years a, a um, financial uh, investment um, plan. Mm -hmm. So as a family, yes. because we're looking ahead for the future to our, well, my grandnieces, mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, my sister grandchildren and our future generation building that legacy. Yes. And it starts with having a plan, having a mission, and sticking with it. Right. And that's what we have been doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we we're gonna we're gonna touch on this next one, but we gotta spend a lot of time on it when we get back from the break. But the second one is Kujicha. Come on, Leah, say Come it for us. Kuji Chagalia. Yes. Kuji Chagalia. And it is self-determination. Self-determination. And so, you know, <laughs> we have a lot, we have a lot to say about self-determination. Because it takes self-determination to continue to, to start a business and continue with it no matter what. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so when we're looking at, when we have self-determination, the first thing we have to do, of course, is do a self-evaluation. And we're going to talk about that. So we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll, please stay tuned with us. We're talking about Kwanzaa. We're talking about the seven principles. And we're going to be digging deep into those seven principles here in the month of December. You listen to Mind Your Business Radio. We'll be right back. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. 
You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar Johnson. All right. Welcome back. Um, and so we, we actually do want callers today, don't we? Yes, we do. Um, if you have a, a comment or opinion, we certainly want you to call in at one 463 6748 That's 1-888-GO-FOR-IT. Absolutely. And you guys, we want you all to feel free to call in. The, the the whole the whole uh, purpose of this show is we're we're reviewing some of the principles the seven principles in Kwanzaa. Uh, the following weeks we will be talking about what we have to do to actually empower each other and and use our collective money this season to enhance Black business. We're going to talk about purchasing Black. Uh, our intern has researched some websites. That we can go to yes. to make sure that we that we can find a black business and purchase black. We have uh, asked last week a call to action for you guys to go to the black businesses that are associated with you on Facebook and like. Make sure you you spend some time every day this month liking those businesses so that they they move up in the social media engine. Absolutely. Okay, so we're gonna do some things. So we have some a lot of call to action this month. Uh, things that we want you all to do. Uh, so if you feel free, if you have any other suggestions that you'd like for us to talk about during this month, feel free to call in uh, to our studios and make sure that you uh, let us know what techniques you think are appropriate for buying black and, and what types of things we need to tell our listeners about. And I'll give that number one more time. It's one 888 Okay, so we're talking about Kuji Chagulia. Okay, self self determination. All right. So so let's let's just say, guys, if you are out there and want to start a business, okay, you you really have to put this self determination principle into practice. Oh yes. It is not easy to determine what your goals in life are and what your mission, um, what God put you on here here on earth to do. Those what's your not, near? Huh? What's your, your near? What's your near? Right. Uh-huh. What's your purpose? purpose? And so, so really and truthfully, uh, trying to figure out what your purpose is and having self determination to accomplish that purpose is not an easy easy task. So you, we have to define our define ourselves. Um, speak for ourselves, name ourselves, create ourselves. And so these are some of the things that we have to remember uh, when we are looking at Kuji Chagolia. Yes, self-determination. And I think, Dr. Flo, you you know from a personal tip, it does take that self-determination to not only uh, create a business, but to maintain it and Mm -hmm. keep going when all the odds are against you. And I think that's the same thing that we need to um, uh, impress upon ourselves Mm -hmm. and whatever goals that we are trying to achieve, Mm -hmm. impress upon our family Mm -hmm. and whatever goals or missions or purpose we are trying to achieve for our family and the community. we got to have self-determination. We have to move forward, and we have to move forward with a certain uh, goal in mind and stick to it. Yeah, and you know, when I look at this, um, Attorney Johnson, when I really look at this, 
I think this speaks more to being self-aware, even more so than self-determined. I think that self-aware is the precursor to being self to have self-determination. So let's practice becoming more and more self-aware of who we are. Okay. And uh, like like Attorney Johnson said, focusing on our purpose. So, okay, so let's get into the third principle. The third principle is collective work and responsibility, and that's Ujima. Ujima. So the principle, third principle of Ujima, collective work and responsibility. And so that means to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters problems our problems and to solve them together. Okay. Well, we got to be a little careful on that. One. <laughs> I I know we 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 when we talk about making our brothers and sisters problems our problems, basically we're not saying we are definitely not saying take on baggage. What we are saying, <laughs> what we are saying is to make sure that we are community minded. Make sure that we we don't just we don't have this selfishness where we just uh, consume ourselves with our everyday issues, that we become very aware of what is going on in our community, that we take up some sort of cause, whatever sure, that cause sure. is. You don't have to take up every cause because God didn't make a, a design us to take up every cause on our shoulders. But we do need to walk through this life with some sense of, of, of being helpful and useful to others. And, and giving so, back. Oh, absolutely. Giving back. And so it is about selecting or that particular community activity, mm-hmm. um, or social, uh, uh, strategy and saying, I'm going to do my little part because right. everyone's little part leads, uh, grows and it becomes a bigger part. And it can help solve um, some of the problems and, and, and situations in our community. Absolutely. So the principle of Ujima teaches each family member to recognize that their own well-being is derived from their family and community, uh, community's well-being, and that they must be concerned with the overall health of their family and community, and that the lives of each family member and that of the community are bound together. Um, they I certainly know, are bound together. Definitely, definitely. One of the things that we are starting to teach, uh, and hopefully we're, we're doing a good job in our, in our business curriculum at the university is to teach our students that they are in a global community. Yes. Okay. This is a global community. Uh, we can, we no longer can just have the outlook of, of, okay, you know, this country. We have to actually look global. And so I like this principle because it helps us to to make sure that we uh, take care of our community, but we also have a global focus. Right. No man is an island. Absolutely. And no man stands alone. So we have to work together. And that that means that we have to get back Um, and we have to do something because, again, once we give, we we receive the bigger benefit. Yes, because it helps us again, to build a community because whatever is going on on the outside of our family will somehow eventually affect us. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so now here's the here's the principle that we that we are going to spend most of our time on this month. Most of our time is going to be spent on this principle. And that is Ujama, the principle of cooperative economics. 
So Ujama, Ujama, Ujama Cooperative Ex- Economics to build our own business, control the economics of our own community, and share in all this work and wealth. You guys, we have got to. We if we don't learn anything from other cultures, okay? I know that we have we have all types of excuses for the mentality that we share as a black community, and I understand that, and a lot of that goes back to slavery, and I understand that. But part of understanding what our culture and where we've come from is actually knowing how to make strides and change some of those things. Absolutely. And so we can't keep dwelling on what was done to us and what continues to be done to us in our community. And it is a travesty. All the thing. Every time I turn on the news, you know, I, I'm, I'm weary of 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 the attacks and things that have been done in our community. However. We have to be we have to take some um, strides to do something about it and to fix it. And one of the things that we can do is by supporting each other economically. But you know what, Dr. Flo, what I've noticed and I, I kind of took a, a inventory of this, the way advertisers focus in on community on yes. certain products and yes. certain services and and certain information, yeah. Whereas the the larger community, they, they focus on uh, services that are much more beneficial. These payday loans, oh, absolutely, institutions, absolutely. All um, the financial traps we talk all about. All the all the financial traps we're talking about. Um, so focus focusing on you know purchasing. Um, and I don't have anything wrong with it because you know I want my tundra. Purchasing <laughs> um, purchasing a a car rather than purchasing home, something that can help us build, right, build right, well. Right, um, right. Instead of us trying to to establish a relationship with our bank and yes. credit credit unit, right. unions, we have to be a little bit focusing on entertainment. Yes, all right. the time, all the time, right. So, I think we have to be a little bit more vigilant in saying, all right. Yes, that may be good for uh, for some people, but that's certainly not always mm-hmm, good for us. Mm-hmm. We can't rent to own. Right. All right. We can't do pay loan, payday loans all the time. Mm-hmm. We, we have to um, really uh, focus in on how we can really build our 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 wealth yes. and, and not the quick fix. It's just you know I think one of the things that happened. Um, um, Althea, I, I grew up on the South Side of Chicago, and one of the things that I can remember growing up on the South Side of Chicago was that it was it's a actually a very self-contained community. You can actually grow up on the South Side of Chicago, go to college, and actually work for a black-owned business, and never ever have to leave the South Side of Chicago. You can actually, and I'm not advocating that this is a good thing to not intertwine with other cultures, but what I'm saying is that. For some reason, back in the 60s and 70s, we had a self-contained community, meaning that all my life I shopped at black grocery stores. I I patronized black doctors, um, the schools. All my teachers were black. uh, And there's a black college there, um, um, Chicago State, right there on the south side of Chicago. And there were black businesses um, like Soft Sheen. Uh, and um, Afro Sheen or whatever, Johnson Johnson products. All that was right there on the south side of Chicago. So literally, you could go through your whole life and have a successful career 
and never have to ask um, someone from another culture for a thing. And you were fortunate, but I grew up in the South Mm -hmm. and things were much different. Absolutely. um, There. And I, once I left South Carolina, I had to focus myself on expanding that, that small town mentality. Yeah. And, and really focus on supporting other black businesses. Right, right. So I think one of the things that we have to understand, um, MYB listeners, is that, you know, there was a time uh, before um, uh, integration that we had to support one another. We had no choice. Uh, We we had to do things in our community. Uh, We needed, we needed, even though we are, you know, even though, we can go where we want to go and shop where we want to shop. Now we need to have the mindset of supporting one another. So we're going to take another break. Okay. Okay. We're going to take another break. We're going to get right back into the um, principle of Ujama after this break. You're listening to mind your business radio. Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click myowntaxreturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click myowntaxreturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free, or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Well, yes, we are back, uh, Attorney Johnson. We are back, and we're talking about cooperative economics, principle number four, which is Ujama. And one of the things that there's a lot written on this Ujama principle, um, it says to ma- build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Right. Ujama principle empowers families and communities to come together around their collective economic interests and to see their economic an employee owned as like just like an employee owned. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how important this principle is to our community, especially here at Mind Your Own Business. We're going to be looking at trying to uh, celebrate and highlight like we did starting 
uh, the last uh, couple of Tuesdays highlighting um, particular black businesses. Uh, and we, we hope to use the uh, last um, uh, uh, month, I mean, the last uh, uh, Tuesday to actually uh, look at some of these black businesses and hopefully you will continue to patronize them. We hope to go into the community and, and, and start highlighting uh, more of them in the upcoming upcoming months uh, so that we can uh, make sure that we patronize these businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we encourage you to like, go on Facebook and like some of these businesses okay, right so now. Let's talk about that. We have a call to action and that call to action is Please mind your business listeners. Go out. You're already on Facebook. We know you're on Facebook. Okay. And we appreciate you liking us on Facebook even, but we know you're on Facebook. We know you spend time on Facebook. Even if you're working, you spend the time on Facebook. So all we're asking you to do <laughs> is to go out to, you can go out to the mind your business Facebook page, but you can go out to other, uh, uh, businesses that you may know, other minority-owned businesses, and 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 click like. Okay, so we want you to like their business. We want you to click like, and if you would please, if you can make it a daily habit, well, since you're out there anyway, to always like some minority-owned uh, black or black-owned business and just click the like button. Uh, we would appreciate that. And, but, and use them. And, and, and actually, use yes, them. patronize them. Yeah. Yes, please. Our, our, like I said, our, our intern did some research. There are quite a few websites here. Um, we're going to start giving you more sources uh, on our website where you can go to find a black business. Some of them are the uh, a website called izania.com. It's I-Z-A-N-I-A.com. You can also go to the blackshoppingchannel.com mm -hmm. and you can also go, if you were trying to purchase online, go to spendify.com. That's S-P-E-N-D-E-F-Y.com. And these are some websites where you can find uh, black business. If you, if you don't, if you're looking for something and a local black business here in the Atlanta area doesn't have it, you can always go online and find a black business to do your purchasing for the holidays. And we want to encourage you to do that. And that is in the spirit of Ujama Cooperative Economics. Right. All right. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more next week, right? We have our, our guests. That's correct. All right. I'm excited Good. I'm, about I'm, that. I'm, I'm excited about that too. Okay. So, so the, uh, fifth principle, we're finally getting into, into things that I can pronounce. <laughs> the, 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 what? The fifth principle? It doesn't just because I have a, a doctorate degree doesn't mean I can pronounce all this stuff. Nia. I can pronounce Nia. Mm hmm. That's Nia. easy. <laughs> we know people named Nia. That's right. We can do Nia. Nia is purpose. Okay? Purpose. To make our collective vocation, uh, the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people, people to their traditional greatness. Nia, Nia. So, that is so important. Nia principle instructs each family member to see himself or herself as a link to the larger project of the uh, nation building. An individual has not started to live until he or she can rise, rise above the narrow confines <laughs> of his or her individualistic Concerns to the broader concerns of 
humanity. And that was a quote from Martin Luther, Luther King, King Jr. Absolutely. All right. So we're talking about Nia purpose. Um, and so basically that is a commitment to the collective vocation of building, developing, and defending our national community, its culture and history in order to regain our historical initiative and greatness as a people. So that is really, really a call um, to actually look at our purpose and look at um, the great. When we say the greatness of our community, I think about all those uh, uh, forefathers who have done great things. We just quoted, you know, Martin Luther King. We get into Black History Month in February. You know, you, you're constantly reminded of all the great minds that we stand on. You know, all the people that have done things. Matter of fact. But I want, our, I want our listeners to understand our history goes way beyond um, from when we came from or was brought over from Africa. Right. Our history begins in the continent of Africa. Absolutely. Where we built the, uh, the pyramids. Oh, absolutely. Where we started mathematics. Right. Um, we were the great inventors and, and thinkers of, of the day. So we need to understand what our history is. Um, not just recent history, but from the past, way from the past, and understand that that's how we build upon and see ourselves as a great uh, people. And you know what, um, Althea, that is why I think, uh, I, I know when I was growing up, uh, black history was a big part of our curriculum in, in, you know, in grammar school, was because we needed to understand at some point, it, uh, after African Americans had been through uh, what we had been through in this country, there's a very, there was a big need for us to understand that, sure. to understand our greatness, to understand where we came from, and to understand that slavery is not our legacy. It's that not. cannot be our legacy. Slavery cannot be our legacy. All the great things, like you said, that were taking place in our in the motherland, and all the great discoveries. I recently uh, took a trip uh, to Greece, right. and when I took that trip to Greece, of course, the purpose of that trip was a religious one to follow in the footsteps of Apostle Paul. But one of the things that also stood out to me in looking at all the Greek architecture, mm -hmm. the, the guide kept saying that a lot of the Greek fathers took trips to Egypt right. to learn particular things that were going on in Egypt and brought those things back to Europe, you know, back to Greece. And, and so that, that was amazing to me. And I want people to have the connection that Egypt is a country in the continent of Africa. Oh yeah. So it's a part of Africa. <laughs> it's a part of Africa. Okay. So I don't even know if I want to go down that road. But I, I don't want. I just want to make that connection. <laughs> well, no, but you put it out there, Althea. You put it out there. How many times have you been in an office situation? Because you and I know in our professional practice, our professional practice is not just, you know, within our culture, right? Sure. We deal with a lot of different cultures. Absolutely, yeah. But how many times have you heard Come out of a person's mouth. I'm not talking about Africa. I'm talking about Egypt. Egypt. Are you? Uh, how how ignorant are you? I, I know. <laughs> and so you have to kind of educate and say, well, yeah. Egypt is in the is in, in the continent of Africa. 
Egypt is a African country. Absolutely, absolutely. And I am not an uh, African historian. I'm not a black historian. But that is just common, right? Isn't Supposed that just to be common, common geography, knowledge. Geographical knowledge. But, but the, and that, of that, course, so you that know, kind we, of we were taught me. differently in school. We were taught that Egypt was somehow different from the continent of Africa. I mean, Unbelievable. And I had, I, along with a whole lot of people, <laughs> had to learn otherwise. Mm, mm. But but we are to, to develop our greatness. Mm-hmm. We have to go beyond slavery, just like you said, mm-hmm. and recognize that we have done some things in the in the past, uh, coming from the mother country, um, that were great and spectacular and well, extraordinary. Well, I want to read something here just very quickly that um, Dr. Karinga uh, mentioned here. He said that. Um, you know, the, the principle of Nia suggests that the highest form of personal purpose is in the final analysis, social purpose, personal purpose, etc. And it translates itself into a vocation and commitment which involves and benefits the community. So this is not just this is not just a selfish thing. This is not just for the black community. It's basically saying that. Um, in the in the spirit of Kwanzaa, in the spirit of understanding your purpose, you benefit the entire community for which you for which you live and operate. And so, if we live and operate in Atlanta, knowing our purpose just doesn't benefit our family or even just the black community. Being coming into our purpose benefits the entire whoever we touch. Right. Right. Whoever we touch, wherever we live, and the cooperative community. This is like we say, we live in a global. We live in a, a, global, live in a society. global society, a global community, and so that is what Nia does. Okay, so good. We're getting, we're moving on. So the next one um, is I. I love this, but I can honestly tell you, I, I don't have a lot to say about this next one, <laughs> uh, Kumba, because is it Kumba? Kumba. Kumba, Kumba. Okay, thank you, Leah. Kumba, and I love this. I love creativity. But listeners out there, I am a CPA to my heart. Okay, <laughs> I can't even draw a stick person, but I love, <laughs> I love art. I love creativity. I think we in the uh, same shoes, um, Dr. Flo, because I, <laughs> I need help when it comes to that creativity part. So to leave something more beautiful. Um, to me, you know, to say that we have to leave things more beautiful, I will do my part, uh, you know, but I promise you guys when it came to decorating my house, I had to take two weeks off of work before I could even uh, think with that other side of my brain. So, well, see, <laughs> see, you, you wasn't fortunate. I had two sisters and they just came in and helped me out with that oh, decoration. Okay. So. okay, okay, all right. But really and truthfully, um, to be creative, uh, to do to do always as much as we can in the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. And so we need to continuously be creative in the way that we do things. Now, what I can say as far as creativity is I long all the time, you know, whenever whenever I am actually not working, um, that my creative juices really start flowing. And that is when I was able to establish my nonprofit organization mm-hmm. to be able to do those things that I felt were really 
in getting into my Nia, right? right? Getting into my purpose is when I actually put down the vocation and picked up what my soul yearns to do, right? Absolutely. Which is to be creative. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that. You want to take us to break, Miss Althea? I think I can. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to take a short break and we'll be right back. All right. Mind Your Business Radio. <laughs> You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. All right, all right, ladies and gents, listeners of Mind Your Business Radio, we are back. We are still talking about Kumba, which is creativity. And uh, my my intern says that I have a creative side. <laughs> and, yes, I am trying to bring out that creative side. Yay. But years and years and years of working in finance and accounting, I guess I just was <laughs> my technical and brainiac um side took over right mm-hmm. the the into the what, what do you call it? not intellectual but the one you know where you're just everything you know just dot all your i's and cross all, all your t's. t's there was not a lot of room when you follow a lot of rules sometimes you, you know you stifle your creativity by always being in the box and following rules mm-hmm. but you know it's good to go outside the box sometimes and to be creative um Basically, it says here that uh, Koumba principle demands continuous improvement in personal and family and social matters. Yes. And so I wanted to bring out the fact that our community, the black community specifically, is extremely creative and extremely talent, talented. OK, some of the things we create are for the good and some of them are not so good. Not so good. <laughs> but we are extremely creative. We know we know how to make something out of nothing, do we not? Oh yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of the fashions that you see, a lot of the music trends, a lot of the literature, all of that uh has a lot of roots in 
African culture, in our even African American culture. Uh, one time I remember watching a program, uh, you know, the dancer Debbie Allen. Yes. She did this program that showed how the young people dance nowadays and some of the dances that we do nowadays compared to the ancestors in Africa and the African dance um, mm-hmm. that had been handed down. And they were extremely similar, right? Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to see how that is still in our bones, Yeah, how that, that type of African dance is still in our bones. Now, it might be being expressed in a different way. Um, and sometimes some of the dances, you know, we don't necessarily want our kids doing yes, we certainly don't. <laughs> in, in that particular way. However, a lot of it uh, comes from our African heritage. I think it's a part of our spirit, a part of our soul. And we can't just get away from it. Right. Um, our forefather spirit lives within us mm-hmm. in some, some kind of way. And I think that's why um, we even though we may not have seen any kind of pictures or video of how our forefathers used to dance, we still do that. Yes, absolutely. And it says that in ancient Egypt, there was a spiritual and ethical commitment and obligation to constantly renew and restore the great works. In the great works, we're talking about the liter- liter- literary works and the culture the legacy of the ancestors and the creative energy of the leader and nation. So it was a constant effort to to renew those things and stay on track with creativity and to hand those things down. You know, the one thing that I really miss, um, Althea, you know, my, my, my grandmother was 107 when she passed. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I know, and one of the things that I failed to do in my generation um, that she, I think, was trying to do is the, the art of storytelling. Sure. You know, a lot of our stories were passed on from generation to generation. Orally. Orally. You know, we told those stories orally from one to another. And so what I did was I, I was at least smart enough to videotape her um, a couple of years before she passed mm-hmm. and uh, get some of her ancestry and some of her history as told by her. Right. Uh, it was real cute. I videotaped. I brought her an ice cream sundae and had her sitting there oh eating goodness. the ice cream sundae and talking about, you know, her 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 parents and where she was from and so forth and so on and some of those things. And so. I think I think when we come together for the holidays this year, that's something that that's a project. Oh yeah. That we should try to do with our elderly um uh, relatives. Right. Videotape them. Yeah. Let them tell the story. Let right. them give the history. And I think that's something that we can treasure for year, for years to come. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And as my parents get older um, I try uh, to engage them sometimes in talking about things that happened years and years and years and years ago as they remember because they can still remember things because there might come a time where, you know, that memory fails. And so you want to capture that information now while you can. Okay? And I think you want to capture if the, the elderly and the young, youngest members of your family interacting together. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a beautiful thing oh, watching yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know this Thanksgiving, uh, uh, my, my uh, mom is 90 years old and my dad will be 90 in January. And one of the things that uh, they enjoyed this thing, I know, 
I know it's amazing. I'm very blessed. One of the things that they enjoyed was when we got together with my in-laws, there were so many babies there Mm -hmm. and they were like, oh my goodness, we haven't been in a room with this many babies in so long. And they were just enjoying, you know, watching the little kids run around because, you know, it had been a long time since (laughs) since there were babies running around. So that's not happening anytime soon. Yeah, right. So they really, I was, I was, I mean, that was the highlight of, of my Thanksgiving was to watch them right. uh, enjoying themselves. So, so that that's important. So we're going to be creative, um, MYB listeners. We're going to take that creative creativity and we're going to harness it and we're going to hand it down from generation to generation. And so we're ready to talk about the seventh principle. Um, and that seventh principle, by the way, is cele- celebrated on New Year's Day, uh, January 1st. And that principle is Imani. 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 Faith. Yes. <laughs> Imani faith. means faith. Imani means faith. Now, you know, we as <laughs> black people have a lot of faith. Uh, I've seen uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of faith. We, one thing that I encourage us to is to have faith in the right thing. Okay, yes. <laughs> and that 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 is the only thing that I'm going to say about that. It's one thing to have faith, but it's another thing to have faith in the right thing. In the right thing. Okay, so um, the the principle of faith says to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. And I want to add to that. Uh, to have faith in our creator. Yes. Okay. Have faith, have more faith in our creator than you have in the creation. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, yes. um, but yeah, so that is a principle, um, that teaches us personal and collective effort, efficacy. Okay. But I think faith, just like we've been saying here today, uh, Dr. Flo is a call to action is to mm-hmm. do something. We have to, not only have faith in what it is that we're trying to strive or in our hearts for our families, our teachers, our community, mm-hmm. but we have to do something. You got to put it to action because faith without action is, is, is nothing. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a couple of really good quotes that, that deal with this um, seventh principle, the principle of faith. Uh, and one of them was a um, humanitarian that says we can do anything as long as we don't do two basic things. This was his, this is his quote. Now, this is not my quote. It says, don't try to catch up with Europe. I thought that was pretty interesting when you're talking to Africans and you're talking to African-Americans. They said it will be OK if we just don't do uh, two things. Is that um, like keeping up with the Joneses? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it says where I guess at the time when he made this quote, he said that they're swinging between spiritual and nuclear annihilation. So what they're saying basically is, you know, don't 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 be like a world that just, you know, abandons faith on a constant basis for things that that aren't aren't righteous. Right. Uh, So don't try to keep up with that. And also it says don't imitate them. So that we become obscene character caricatures of them. Right. So I and and I'm not saying Europe. I'm saying anything out there that you guys see that is not a good representation 
of where, who we are and where we come from. Right. Okay. Stop trying to imitate that. Absolutely. Okay. Stop trying to be uh, what we are not. Uh, sometimes I, I look at um, what's happening to our communities and I'm thinking, where are they getting, where do they get that from? I we, to. you know, our, our parents and our parents' parents would be appalled at some of the things that are going on in our communities now. And they, you know, we didn't raise our, our seeds to do those types of things or to be those types of people. Mm-hmm. And so we need to, in the, in the spirit of Kwanzaa, we need to look back on those types of things and ask ourselves, now, where do these, where do these modern things come from? They definitely don't come from an African culture. And we need to just put that out there and say that those things do not come from an African culture. culture. Okay. So in the spirit of Kwanzaa, the principle of Imani faith, we want you to do two basic things. Don't try to catch up with other cultures that are not following the principles of the culture that you know to be correct. And don't imitate them. Don't imitate anything that is obscene. Okay. Obscene, obscene from other cultures. You don't want to pick those obscene things up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so are we almost out of here? We've covered the seven principles. Are you telling me that Leah? Yes. Our, our intern is telling us that we have heard from our she's been, telling, she's been telling you that for the last one minute but that's okay but we're going to get further into into Kwanzaa in the next few Tuesdays we're going to be talking about this, the seven basic symbols we're going to put some stuff up on our website so that you can start to practice uh, I know um, attorney Althea and I will be trying to do the uh, practice the principles and hand those principles down in our family now As, with, yes. with the culture of Kwanzaa. And so I guess we're out of here. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you calling us. And please go to the website. Give us some ideas about things you want to hear about buying, purchasing black this season. And so you've been listening to Mind Your Business uh, Radio, your business education station. Your business. Your family. Your, your life. life. See you next Tuesday.